to the Trust the Wizards podcast, episode 100. This is a very special episode, and in recognition of our services to music podcasting, we have received a very special letter from Her Royal Highnessness, the Queen. Have we? Blimey, that's exciting. Yeah, we really have. And Jerito, I thought you could read it out to the listener. Oh, okay, okay. here goes. Um, Dear Wizards, I am so pleased to hear... Whoa, 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 whoa. Come on, Jesus. You've got to do the voice. Do the voice? What, the Queen's voice? What makes you think I could do an impression of the Queen? Well, you're both from Dan Sare. (coughs) (coughs) Dear Wizards, I am so pleased to hear that you are celebrating your 100th podcast this week. I send my congratulations and best wishes to you on such a special occasion. I never miss an episode. Please could you say a big hello to Philip, Anne, Charles and anyone else who knows me. Yours in rock, HRH, the Queen Elizabeth, etc, etc. P.S. P.S. May I also take this opportunity to say well done to the mighty Leeds United on their recent championship trophy and to request that you play any track by Red Brick Shithouse and play more songs by my favourite group, Guided by Voices. How about a song from their excellent 1995 album, Alien Lace? Wait a minute. Where, yeah. where exactly did you get this letter? Huh. Um, well, I can't recall the exact details. Uh, but anyway, they are of no importance to me, though. We must do our duty to Her Royal Highnessnessnessnessness. So here... By royal decree, are guided by voices with Blimps Go 90.
that was 84 Nash uh, from the uh, album Band for Hire with the song I've Got Em All, uh, an album that's released on the Rockathon label, uh, House of Dayton, Ohio, which I'm not sure if it's Robert Pollard's uh, own label, but it's certainly um, related to him and they sell all his merch and stuff. Um, and uh, before that, of course, we heard Robert Pollard, guided by Voices from Alien Lanes with Blimps Go 90. I had and a bit of uh, extra, what was it, a, a violin in it, was it? I think it might even yeah. be a violin, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, don't have, you don't hear that very much on Guided by Voices songs, do you? Other instruments other than guitar, bass, drums. That's true, yeah. yeah. yeah it's a bit odd and usual in the oud. Yeah. Um, and uh, it took us exactly two minutes and 80 seconds, seconds to uh, listen to those songs. And I know that because, excitingly, because it's the 100th podcast... Uh, we've both gone away and only sourced songs that are exactly 100 seconds long. So one minute, 40 seconds. Or so under. Both those, eh? Or under. One minute, 40 well, seconds or under. Well, we we said one minute, 40, didn't we? So, so uh, those two songs, one minute, 40 each, uh, and two minutes, 80, yeah, all together. So this is exciting. 100 so seconds or less. That's the well, premise. Presumably you've, you've found some similar length songs then, no? I have. I've found Good. two more songs for you, which are of 100 seconds or less. Mm. And you're going to hear the first of those coming up now. This is from uh, a band we've discussed previously on the podcast, but I don't think we've ever actually played them. Uh, a Scottish band called Dawn of the Replicants, who uh, released their first album in 1997. And this is a song from it, and it's called Sleepy Spiders. Are you scared of sleepy spiders? They will trap your conscious heart. Wait to take a pitch from your book. Promise me your heart. Do not Yeah. 
Is that it? That that seemed a bit short. Oh, you sound like my wife. <laughs> uh, no, that was my two songs there, uh, yeah. clocking in at, uh, that second one was one one minute 29 seconds, and the first mm. one was one minute 24, so they both qualified as being 100 seconds or under. So, <laughs> yeah. first of all, you heard um, Sleepy Spiders by Dawn of the Replicants. Uh, from Gala Shields. Is that where they're from, in Scotland? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, I remember listening to them a lot, and Peel Peel played them a lot, but he, he always called them Dawn and the Replicants, and apparently that, that really annoyed the band, so I think we should do the same too. Ah, okay. You called them Dawn and the Replicants a little while ago, on, yeah, the, did, on this yeah. very podcast. Of yes, was that a sort of tip of the hat to Mr Peel? It was. I see, right. Um, uh, well, uh, the, the, the album doesn't all sound like that. That particular song is... Um, so just uh, Paul Vickers, who was the singer in the band, playing everything. Uh, but the rest of the stuff isn't isn't all as weird as that. But uh, I've got a bunch of CD singles by them, which I've been listening to this week. Um, and uh, it's, it's fantastic. Really fantastic. Mm. And uh, I've, I've never really kept track with what Paul Vickers has done after Dawn of Replicants. But I have got a single uh, called Hot Barrel, which is very good, uh, from 2011. Um, mm. But he hasn't. He doesn't seem to have been particularly active. I've also got a, a song of his on a on a compilation album uh, called uh, "Tears for Smoky." The compilation album is called the Glasgow School of Glasgow School of Art. Well, that's from right. two thousand and nine. But he doesn't seem to have been particularly prolific since uh, Dawn of the Replicants finished. I've got a, an album that came out about two thousand and nine. I think uh, called "Itchy Grumble." Is that by yeah. Paul Vickers and the Leg? It is, yes. yeah. Yeah, and then he went on to be Paul Vickers and the Vicarage. Um, but uh, yeah, we should we should investigate some more, shouldn't we? But are you you're aware that Paul Vickers and the Leg is a um, is Dawn and the Replicants and the guy out of Kaya, Kaya and Desk? I am not, but I, well, I am now, but I wasn't previously. Anyway, following that, you had an instrumental song from the uh, the album Big Art from the album Songs. Imagine mm. the titled album Songs <laughs> by Big mm. Eyes. Uh, That's which, very nice. That I like that very much. Yeah, it's very pastoral and uh, you know sounds a bit like Haiku Salu or some ghost boxy type stuff, doesn't it? Yeah, Epic um, Forty Five. It reminded me of. Yeah, yeah, and, and that song's called The Boo Girl, mm. uh, and that's from an album. That came out on Pickled Egg Records uh, in 2000. Um, I've, I've just been to their website actually while the song was playing pickled-egg.co.uk. Looks like they they sort of stopped releasing records around about 2007. But there's loads of stuff on there, uh, which I should probably and you should probably listen to, investigate further. Mm, absolutely, yeah. Well, very good. So, well, following on from from Boo Girl, how about a girl band? Um, yeah. Perhaps uh, my my second favourite girl band. Well, actually. X-ray specs were X-ray specs all girls. I'm no. not sure. No, so no. they don't count as a girl band, do they? Yeah. Um, but uh, so this is 1979. The best girl band probably around at that point was the Slits. Um, so we're going to play something off their their debut album. And in deciding which song to play, I made a note of which song was exactly 100 seconds. And it's this one. It's shoplifting. Put the in me pocket. Put the rest under the jacket. Talk to the cashier once I suspect And if he does And if he does Ten quid for the lot We pay Fuck all Bobby 
that was She's a Peach by the Chicago band Clearance uh, from 2014, a band who you suspect has probably heard of Pavement Record. I, I was about to say exactly the same thing, yeah. yeah. But that, that was from uh, an EP, actually, uh, which I shall show you. There you go. An EP called Green, Green Sleeve. Sleeve. Yeah. Sing, singular. Um, and that's on the Micro Lux Records label. Uh, coming after, of course, the slits. Do they do they play green sleeves on on the, you know do they do a <laughs> pavement esque cover of green sleeves? I'd be interested to hear that, but they don't. No, they, no. they, they don't. They don't it do that. Reminds me of one of our one of our classic uh, Trust the Wizards podcast intros. Do you remember the one where I was impersonating Henry VIII, writing oh, yeah. new words for green sleeves? <laughs> that was a classic. Yeah, it was very much a classic, and and yet another royal link. There, yes. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, hey, I've, I've had some more correspondence talking of royal links. Excellent. Yeah, this is it is, from is it from uh, a royal person? Uh, no, it's from ah. a balloon man. Balloon man. Ah, regular correspondent. Regular correspondent. Hello. Yes, yeah. and he he's written in to say, well, shall, shall I read it to you? He yes, says, please, please do. Inspired idea to stick to hundred seconds on the hundredth podcast. Or, or, or hundred seconds or under, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, and he gives us a, a list of some suggestions of all of which were or are a hundred seconds long. So he's, he's said we could play the Minute Men, uh, Take Five D, Breaks, Fell in Love with a Girl, Stephen Malk Moose, Trouble mm-hmm. or True Trouble Bubble. Yeah. I, I don't. I'm not familiar with that song. Uh, the Ramones, I don't care. But they have to be the single version at uh, hundred seconds. Right. Husker Du, Dreams Reoccurring, Actress. Uh, Holy Water, I'm not familiar with that, um, and Public Enemy Countdown to Armageddon, all of which are exactly 100 seconds long. He, he does send a list of quite a few other songs which are shorter than that, but uh, obviously there's absolutely no reason to go into that at all. Um, well, he does su- he does suggest, though, that uh, uh, if we are playing short songs, which we're not, ideally, um, that we should uh, play one uh, by request, which is... Um, 1.316 seconds long. It's by Napalm Death. You suffer. Do you do you think we can we can squeeze that one in? How long is it? It's 1.316 seconds. Uh, well, no, I, I I know that song anyway. It's it's got it's it's got the lyrics are excellent. The, the lyrics yeah. are you suffer, but why? Mm. And he's right. Right. This the, the in the Guinness Book of Records is the shortest song ever recorded. 1.316 seconds. I don't think we've got time to play that. Let's move on. So the magnetic fields, they they love a concept album, don't they? Uh, yeah, they do. They've got another one out. Uh, having having previously done um, that last album with the 50 songs on it, which was for his 50th birthday, and he had a song for every year of his life, a sort of autobiographical thing. Of course, they did 69 love songs. Uh a big favourite of mine is also the one I, the album I, where every song title begins with the letter I. And this yeah. one's called Quickies, um, and they're all very short songs. Uh, the longest one is, I think, at 2 minutes 35 seconds. Uh, but there are seven of the 28 songs on here that would qualify for our uh, 1 minute 40 or under. There are none that clock in at exactly 1 minute 40. So none actually actually are applicable. You will be disappointed to hear. Uh, But uh, there's there's some great songs on here. Uh, Craftwork in a Blackout is a a really good one. Uh, The the Best Cup of Coffee in Tennessee. The Day the Politicians Died is a good one. 
That is a good one. Uh, and uh, the biggest tits in history, as well. Is it? <laughs> Is a very good song, but I'm going to play you is one. That about, is that about the, the current front bench of the government? Uh, oh, bit of political satire there. Very good. Thank you. Very good. Thank you. Uh, anyway, we're going to play one called "She Says Hello." She says hello. And I would be lying If I didn't mention she was crying She says hello At least I think so We both have had too much to drink so Anyway says hello Let's just say she says hello Good evening Frank Sidebottom here I'm gonna do where uh, a little football number like Jackie Charlton some players are tall Like Alan Ball Yeah Some players are small Small as an antis S2D antis Striped shirt, black panties Now Jackie Charlton is close to his brother Nigel Clough He was closer to his dad than his mother Hoddle and Waddle Live with their uncles and aunties Their studi aunties Striped shirt black panties was the unmistakable voice of Frank Sidebottom. Oh, yes, it was. It really was. Uh, <laughs> with Estudiantes, striped shirt, black panties. His homage to the Argentine uh, football club Estudiantes. That was taken from his uh, CD, Frank Sidebottom's A, B's, C's and D's. Uh, I will put a picture on the blog of my signed copy of that, which uh, mm. is written to uh, myself and Mrs Garbanzo. It says, best showbiz regards from Frank Sidebottom, and uh, if you look on our blog somewhere, there is an old blog post I wrote uh, quite a while ago about uh, doing some gigs with Frank Sidebottom many years ago. Over to you, Kicker. Well, we, yeah, brilliant. I really that was hilarious. It was and really nice to hear uh, the late great Jack Charlton mentioned for the Indeed. second podcast running. Indeed, yeah, yeah. Um, well, very excited about the next one because it's it's a song that I know uh, the royal family, well at least the Queen, is a big fan of. Oh, uh, you you might be aware of. Are you aware of the the slow core movement? Nah, not really. No. Uh, shite core. Are you aware of shite core? Doesn't sound very good. Shite core was was short, a short lived uh, musical movement um, in Sheffield in the is that, early nineties. Is that 90s. basically Christa Berg? Shite core. 
No, or is he just like he, he's just shite. He's just yeah. shite. Yeah, it's okay, very different. Yeah. So the shite, yeah, the shite. Uh, I'm not sure how many bands there were in, in the shite crew. I think uh, Tom Violence was definitely one. Um, but uh, perhaps the the finest the finest shite core band was uh, Sheffield's own Red Brick Shithouse, Queen's favourite. Um, and it's about time we played them on the podcast. So here's here's Red Brick Shithouse with someone. Tramp Attack with their song Eight Years Since School, which was released as a single, there he is, in 2003 on the Must Destroy label. There's some very nice maracas going on in that. 
Yeah. Yeah, I've I saw Tramp Attack. Uh, they supported Electric Six at the Liverpool oh. Barfly in 2007. Oh. Uh, I remember the band, uh, um, and I remember that I remember enjoying them. Uh, and I also remember that they they seem to have like as many people there to see them as Electric yeah. Six did. Uh, yeah, no, they are, they are, I mean, unfortunately, uh, one, at least one one of the members has recently, fairly recently died. Unfortunately, so I think there are no more. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, no, they were, they played loads of every time there was a Matthew Street Festival in Liverpool. They they were always on somewhere, and they were brilliant, really good fun, and uh, yeah, yeah, definitely had a, a big local following. That song didn't, you know, it, it didn't mess about, did it? it just kind of <laughs> no nonsense, old school sort of rock and roll, wasn't it? Really good. Yeah, in a hundred seconds. In a hundred seconds, yeah. And the yeah. previous song, previous yeah. song, uh, someone, uh, yeah, uh, I, I did enjoy that. I, w- I wish, kind of wish, I could have heard some more of the words because the words did mm. sound good, but I couldn't. It was, you know, it was an extremely lo-fi. Lo-fi. Yeah, it sounded. It sounded like an extremely, extremely lo-fi House Martins. <laughs> well, there it, you go. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I enjoyed it very much. We, we, next, we're going to play uh, a song by a guy called Ken Nordine, uh, who I bought a couple of CDs by this fella uh, after hearing some songs on an album called uh, The Incredibly Strange Music Album, Volume 2, uh, which was made by the people who who made the, um, the magazine uh, Research, which was kind of like a, a sort of odd, sort of con- almost conspiracy theory, science, alternative kind of uh, magazine slash hardback book uh, that used to come out. Uh, and they made a couple of compilation albums. Uh, and the song you're going to hear is from it. But he's uh, basically he sounds like a guy who would do voiceovers. Uh, <laughs> but he does sort of weird stories and poetry and uh, over sort of very uh, sort of soundtracky, middle of the road, 50s, 60s, soft jazz um, backgrounds. Uh mm. Uh, the song I'm going to play, uh, he's got a few sort of spoken word pieces which are named after colours. Um, there's, uh, there's at least three of those on that album, the incredibly strange album. Uh, none of them are on the, the CDs that I've bought, unfortunately. Uh, but he kind of like characterises the colours. Uh, and in this one, he's characterising yellow. In the beginning... Oh long before that when light was deciding who should be in and who should be out of spectrum yellow was in trouble even then seems that green you know how green can be didn't want yellow in some silly primal envy I suppose but for whatever cause the effect was bad on yellow and caused yellow to weep yellow tears for several eternals before there were years until blue heard what was up between green and yellow and took green aside for a serious talk in which blue pointed out that if yellow and blue were to get together Not that they would, but if they did, a gentle threat, they could make their own green. Oh, said Green with some understanding. Naturally, by a sudden change of hue, Green saw the light and Yellow got in. 
worked out fine. Yellow got lemons, and green got limes. PJ Harvey with Snake from her second album Rid of Me. Uh, you, you might have noticed that uh, PJ Harvey's stuff's all being re-released at the moment uh, with extra, uh, you know, all the all the extra tracks on vinyl and stuff like that. Uh, I, I've, I've noticed that uh, when when in the reviews and such, and indeed with PJ's own interviews, uh, people have asked her about the, the albums that people seem the most excited about are not the ones that I'm the most I I like the most. So. Uh, I was wondering, do you have a favourite or some favourite PJ Harvey albums, Kicker? Well, I mean, I, th- I suppose if if push came, I, I like the first. Is it Dry? Is that the Dry first? Dry is one? the first one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that very much. Actually, there the, was a what was a fairly recent one about it had England in the title. Let England good. shake. Yeah, that's, that yeah. was very good. I, I like both those. Yeah. Um, is so is the one about the sea? Yeah, uh, stories from the city. Stories from the sea. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that that one that's won true. the Mercury Music Prize. I think I don't really like that one that much. I mean, it's good, oh. but it's it's not it's not great. Uh, the one that that um, people seem to be raving about is is uh, her fourth album is This Desire, which I've never really rated that highly. But I'm gonna have to go back and listen to it again because PJ, you know that question that they always ask musicians and people, you know, which of your albums are you most proud of, kind of thing. Yeah. And and usually they don't answer that question. They usually say, oh, well, that's like trying to choose between my favourite children or something like that. Well, she yeah. actually answered it and said that Is This Desire was, um, you know, one she was most proud of. So I'll have to go back and listen to it. But I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Rid of Me, To Bring You My Love, and then the last three, which, uh, mm. the second of which is Let England Shake. Uh, and the others are all fine. I like the the, the first collaboration she did with um, John Paris about dance all that last point. Mm. Yeah, but anyway, that was Snake from the second album, Rid of Me. But, uh, the song before that, the the colour one, that's great. I mean, it's, yeah, uh, are all the songs like that then? They're well, all, the, all about the colours fighting. Well, the the three songs that are on the um, that are on the incredibly strange music album. 
are all about colours. Not necessarily about oh. the fighting, but they're, oh. they are like that. They are telling the story of an individual colour. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, really good. Okay, uh, let's let's move on and let's have another song that is exactly a hundred seconds long. Um, and I'm going to play you something that's from the uh, Pennsylvania band from from Philadelphia, uh, Honey Radar, who have appeared in in quite a few of my uh, end of the year best of lists over the last few years. They've been very consistent with what they put out. Great stuff. Um, and it's I think it's mostly Jason Hen, but a, a few other guys as well on there. Um, this is a song taken from their most recent album, which is called Ruby Puff of Dust, which came out last year and was in my top 10 albums uh, of the year. Um, and the uh, the song I'm going to play you is actually, it's got a, a title with two titles in it, but it's only one, one minute, 40 seconds long. It's Cocaine Piano slash Where's the Pig?
Okay, so that was Alec Bathgate and Chris Knox, the uh, the New Zealand legendary rock band, The Tall Dwarfs. Uh, that was from their fifth album, Stumpy, uh, on Flying Nun Records, of course. Um, and that was the song, um, The Green Green Grass of Someone Else's Home. Yeah. It's a, it can be somebody or it can be somebody else. Yeah, yeah. And the, the, the Tall Dwarfs... It's Chris Knox, did you say? Yeah. Yeah, he's a guy, I, I've told you this before, but not on the podcast. When I was at a family wedding in Delft in Holland a few years ago, I found a brilliant independent record shop and I bought a CD by Chris Knox, basically mm. because it was on Flying Nun Records and I'd heard you going on about Flying Nun Records before. <laughs> uh, an album called Yes. It's really, really, yeah. really good. Um, yeah. But, uh, but I, I was just, I was about to question the spelling of dwarf. Yeah, and yeah. to question you if it should have been dwarves with a V. Mm. Uh, and I googled it whilst the song was on. Yeah. And it says that the standard pronunciation, the standard plural of the noun is dwarves, as in with an F, just mm. add an S. Uh, but a newer variant, uh, popularised by, not invented, but popularised by J.R.R. Tolkien in his, in his fiction works, is basically he started spelling dwarves with the VES, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it, 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 so it's, this is appropriate when referring to little people in fantasy worlds, but dwarfs <laughs> is better anywhere else. How would you spell Although it also points out that there is, still, there is still controversy over whether dwarf is ever a polite term for real life people. Mm, okay. How would you spell the plural of Ruth? Uh, as in a group of people, a group of ladies called Ruth. No, as in the top of an house. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Well, you, uh, I know that wolf, wolf, is is definitely V E S, isn't it? Wolves. Mm. Yeah, but, no, that's, would, but there's would, probably some rule. And you're the I you're think, the grammar guy. You're the, well, you you should know, shouldn't you? Roof is a, is a double is a double vowel, double vowel, and then a consonant. So it probably just stays the same. Let's not get into it. But both are okay. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, uh, after that fascinating diversion, uh, we're going to play a song uh, by, by the marvellous band Town Bike called Three Chords, Three Notes. Everybody ready? Let's go. One, two, three. Three chords, three notes. That's all we wrote. Three chords, three notes. That's all we wrote. Three chords, three notes. That's all we wrote. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Three chords, three notes. That's all we wrote. Three chords, three notes. That's all we wrote. That's all we wrote Thanks to the rolling sea. Thanks to the rolling sea. 
good and living is fine. We're happy as can be. We owe all this to the salty pride. Thanks to the rolling sea. Thanks to the rolling sea. We work all day, but our hearts are gay. And while we work, we sing. The mighty sea is good to us. And we've got everything. Abalone steaks and tuna fish cakes taste so heavenly. We know who we owe it to. Thanks to the rolling sea. Thanks to the rolling, rolling, rolling. Thanks to the rolling sea. Thanks to the rolling, rolling, rolling. Thanks to the rolling sea. Thanks to the rolling. So every now and again, we like to give a bit of a leg up to uh, you know up and coming <laughs> young singers on this on the Trust and Wizards podcast. And that's by a, a young man going by the name of Elvis Presley. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, he's, he's, I think he might have a bright future in front of him. And that's yeah. uh, thanks to the Rolling Sea um, from the much devalued film soundtrack years. Um, if, 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 if these days, it seems okay to like Elvis's fifties. Sun Session stuff, and it seems okay to like the 70s schmaltzy cabaret Vegas fat years. But, um, <laughs> but everyone, no one, no one seems to kind of accept that a lot of the great, great music was made in the 60s in the films. Not necessarily that song, which I have a soft spot for without saying it's it's brilliant. Uh, but it's from the well, it's, I mean, I have to say that it's, it's certainly my favorite song that you've chosen uh, for this show so far. Um, Mostly because, or in fact entirely because, it's the closest to one minute forty. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, good. I'm glad. I'm glad there's something you liked about it. Uh, it's from the soundtrack of the 1962 film uh, Girls, Girls, Girls. Um, have you seen? What's that about? Uh, have you seen many um, Elvis movies? Okay. I mean, I, I try not to. I, I, I'm, I'm vaguely aware of a Hawaiian-themed one. That is, well, this this is there's more than one Hawaiian-themed ones. <laughs> Uh, this was uh, this is in Hawaii. Um, yeah. I think this is the second uh, Hawaii one that he made. Um, uh, 1962. Hawaii, Elvis. Hawaii. Elvis plays Ross Carpenter, a Hawaiian tuna fisherman uh, who enjoys boating and sailing on the sea. And and as from the lyrics, you can hear, and also singing. Uh, when he finds out his boss is retiring to Arizona, he seeks to find a way to buy the boat. The West Wind, the built the boat that he built with his father. Meanwhile, he's caught in a love triangle. He's always caught in a love triangle uh, <laughs> with with childish, insensitive club singer Robin and Sweet Laurel. Uh, but when uh, another guy makes advance on Laurel, guess what happens? Uh, he he fights him. He fights him, of course. He punches him out. Always, mm. always is a bit where Elvis punches out another guy over a girl. <laughs> Um, but uh, the guy he punches owns the boat, uh, so Ross thereby loses the boat that he, was his dream. Uh, yeah, does I, he get the girl? Though? I, I'm sure he does. He always does. You know, yeah. uh, the, 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 I, I've got a big soft spot. I, I used to watch Elvis films. They used to have them on the TV when I was a kid. Uh, I used to watch them a lot, and of course they're stupid. Of course yeah. they're, they're 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 predictable and daft, but they're also quite funny, and the music's generally pretty good. I've got a, a thing from the CD here. I've got a whole bunch of these, which are, um, I don't know if you can see that bit. It's a CD where you've got two soundtracks to two Elvis movies on one CD. And this one's got mm. 
Kid Galahad and um, Girls, Girls, Girls. I've got over here, I've got... Um, that one's got uh, Love in Las Vegas and Roused About. I've got Spin Out and, and Double Trouble. Easy Come, Easy Go. You would love these because there's loads of songs <laughs> on here that are about 100 seconds. And yet you didn't choose one. No. Uh, well, I chose the best one. Oh, you, you did. Know. You did choose yeah, one. I chose, I, I chose uh, a good one. Uh, yeah. the, let me tell you a, a couple of interesting things about this. Um, uh, yeah. they, they filmed in Hawaii, as I say, um, and... Uh, the working titles were A Girl in Every Port, Gumbo Yaya, and Jambalaya. Gumbo which... Yaya, is, is, uh, is he on Manchester City's books? <laughs> um, uh, see, Jambalaya is like a food that they eat down in sort of New Orleans kind of area, isn't it? And also it's a right, yeah. song by Hank Williams. So he, he, they missed a trick not calling it that. But, I mean, it's, Jambalaya is not Hawaiian, as far as I know. <laughs> um, but anyway, there's, there's a rather weird thing that uh, Hal Wallace who's the producer who made these Elvis films and many many other films a bold press release uh, ahead of the film coming out said this was the uh, advertised as being the first nude in a Hal Wallace movie uh, in reality um, a four year old boy was caught on camera diving into the sea naked <laughs> I mean that is cheap cheap marketing isn't it well, I, mean, I suppose it's, it's 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 a niche audience that they're going after there. It's it certainly is. Yeah. Mm. Let's let's go on to your your songs, I think. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we're, I'm gonna play a, a another single for you, um, and this is this is by the Leeds-based band Nervous Twitch, who I've seen play live a number of times. Fantastic, uh, really energetic Ramonesy type stuff. In fact, they they say that they're they're basically their, their whole. Uh, Raison d'etre is to play homage to the to the Ramones and their and their favourite 60s girl groups via the medium of punky pop songs. Um, and this is the first song that I ever heard by them. It was, I think it's their third single. It's out on Punk Fox and it's Johnny's Got a Gun.
So that was Urinal Cookies from the band Von Hayes, a real favourite of mine, and another band out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, that's from the album Moderate Rock, which came out last year and is another album towards the top of my favourite albums list. Um, we've played quite a few of their their stuff, um, featuring, of course, Graham Rapolsky in their lineup. Oh, and right. the album itself was mastered by Todd Tobias, somebody who you might have heard of. He's some kind of Guided uh, by Voices alumni, isn't he? Yeah, he's, so he's he's worked a lot with Pollard and his solo stuff, and he's, he's a, he was a key member of the Circus Devils. So, yeah, there's a bit of a Ooh. connection going oh, on. I, I, I'm a big fan of Circus Devils. Yeah, yeah. there you go. There you go. So, yeah, Moderate Rock by, by Von Hayes. Check it out on um, Bandcamp. Um, and as it says on their, their site, it says, it's, this is music for the fans of The Replacements, Cheap Trick, Nirvana, Archers of, of Loaf, Guided by Voices, Daniel Johnson, and The Shags. Very good. And the urinal cookies, I mean, I don't know what urinal cakes are. I think they're the same thing. I think they're, they're, that's what they're called in America. Right. It doesn't make them sound any more appetising, does it? I don't think you're supposed to eat them. Uh, I think that's probably a mistake on your part. Ah, OK. Yeah. Uh, I was hoping to get some for my birthday. So <laughs> <laughs> urinal well, cakes. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what we can do. Yeah. Uh, the the the, uh, the Johnny's got a gun. The nervous twitch song uh, does oh, yeah. sound like a bit like you, you mentioned the Ramones in your introduction for them. It sounds like them and Town Bike, who we played earlier, are having a kind of competition to see who can sound most like the Ramones. Yeah, yeah, right. uh, which is not, no bad. No bad thing. Yeah, it's 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 all good. It's all loving loving it all. Sounds great. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, next up, we're going to play a song by another band who've heard a few Ramones songs in their time in their time, and also a bit of girl group stuff going on. Uh, the version on the album uh, on the Pipettes' first album is too long, uh, so I'm going to play the version of this song that comes from the Rough Trade um, Counterculture 2005. Uh, CD compilation. Is it exactly a uh, hundred seconds long? No, it's it's un hundred seconds. It is exactly a hundred seconds or under, or under. <laughs> but I've got I've got I've got I've got something to say to you about that uh, in, in shortly, uh, Kicker. Mm. Just uh, mm. just wait. Uh, mm. But anyway, it's the Pipettes, and it's called "It Hurts to See You Dance So Well."
was surprising that in 99 previous episodes of this podcast, I'm pretty sure we've never ever played the Mountain Goats. Uh, but that was the Mountain Goats uh, with uh, anti-music song from their 1997 Tropical Depression EP. Uh, more lo-fi stuff there. I, well, I was going to say, I think that's that, that the Mountain Goats are a band who, who have definitely listened to the Red Brick Shithouse record. Yeah, certainly, certainly. And, and uh, I, I particularly enjoy the way they pronounce uh, Marissi in that. <laughs> well, actually, I, I, do the same I intend to c- call him that from now on. Just like in in the, in this song Raspberry Beret, uh, Prince pronounces the word leisurely as leisurely. Yeah. So I've never heard anyone else pronounce it that way before or since. <laughs> but I always <laughs> pronounce it that way now because because Prince did it. Yeah. Very yeah. good. No, that's a great song that. Okay. Uh, yeah. On to your next two. Well, I'm very excited about this because it's an opportunity to to get the old gang back together. So uh, we've got. Enoch the Woodpecker, Scaredy the Crow, Louise the Squirrel, are you with me on this? Prickly Friend, the Hedgehog, Gloria the White Mouse, Flash the Tortoise, Scampy, the uh, Scampy, (laughs) Gulliver, a Seagull, and of course, Finger Mouse, a Mouse. Yep, Yoffy lifts a finger. Finger bobs. Yoffy lifts a finger. And a mouse is there. Puts his hands together. And a seagull takes the air. Yoffy lifts a finger. And a scampy darts about. Yoffy bends another, and a tortoise head peeps out. These hands were made for making, and making they must do. Yoffy lifts a finger. And a mouse is there, puts his hands together, and a seagull takes the air. Yoffy lifts a finger, and a scampy darts about. Yoffy bends another, and a tortoise head peeps out. These hands were made for making, and making they must do. In a city called Manchester There lived a man on Granby Row And you might not know He invented Vimto And I like it I met a pretty girl once Oh, you really should have seen her But I had to leave her on her own When she said, I like Ribena I'd like to fill the reservoirs with Vimto So we'd have Vimto coming out of our taps I'd like to change that H2O into V-I-M-T-O Then put it in my thermos flask 
Now I have been told that my mind it is polluted But if there is no water I'll just drink it undiluted If Jesus was alive today he would have done it a different way Spending all his time turning water into Vimto I'd like to fill the rain clouds with Vimto So we'd have Vimto falling down upon our heads I'd like to change that H2O into V-I-M-T-O Then put it in my thermos flask It keeps it hot or cold Put it in my thermos flask Stops it from tasting old Put it in my thermos flask My old man's a dustman and he wears a dustman's cap He likes fizzy Vimto but he prefers it when it's flat that was friend of the pod, Chris Foster, with his Vimto song. Hey, good old Chris. And, yeah, and uh, also featuring a, a, an interesting pronunciation of the word or the city, Manchester. Manchester, yeah. Which, yeah, he's, uh, he's put the uh, the emphasis on the wrong syllable <laughs> there, isn't he? I well, would say, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's idiosyncratic. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, anyway, great. So that's that was from the the Indie Tracks compilation that came out in two thousand and sixteen. I think um, one, one of the times when we saw him, didn't he get somebody out of the crowd and give them a carton of Vinto yes. to drink while he played that song? He, he, he has definitely done that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because he's a very generous man. He's a, he's a lovely man. And it's, it's, we, we haven't, we've been too long since we last played him on the podcast, I was just thinking. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a new band as well called Dog Brains. Dog Brains with a Z. Yeah. With a Z. Yeah. yeah. Uh, of course, he's from the, the Time Machine. You, you played him on, on the Time Machine. Um, yes. And before that, we had the, the, the Finger Bobs theme, um, the sound of my childhood, really. And uh, I still I still like that song. Um, and, uh, it, I only vaguely remember Finger Bobs, but yeah. one thing that struck me when I was listening to it, with the kind of boom, 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 kind of drums and the sort of whistle kind of thing, it's a bit, yeah. mo- it's a bit Ennio Morricone. It's a bit spaghetti yeah. western. Never, never, never noticed that before. But uh, yeah, yeah. Well, well, unfortunately, that song was was forever ruined for me. And uh, and if you are of, of an age where that song is sort of a, a really nice uh, song for you, perhaps stop listening now because I'm going to ruin it for everybody else. Well, at least obviously that was it's a sort of a school age thing, play school thing. So it's sort of uh, pre primary school, early primary school years. Or you might be listening to that or. Uh, perhaps even before that, um, but it was pointed out to me at primary school that actually it's it's a song about needing to shit, and right, and in the sense that a tortoise head peeps out. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that 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 uh, context did uh, did occur to me, and also I was thinking because I'm an adult now, I was thinking Yoffy lifts a finger, and I was just thinking that he's putting his middle finger up. Yeah. yeah. You see the whole the whole thing. That's is just the cynical times it. we live in, kicker. The cynical. T- yeah. Anyway, I tell you what, kicker. Something I noticed. That Vimto song. Yeah. It was a little bit short, wasn't it? And you know uh, what? No, you've been no. you've been making a big deal this evening, of all your songs being exactly one hundred seconds long. Well, yeah. I don't know what measure you've used to ga- to guess that, but uh, Garage Band, which is what we use to put the. Uh, the podcast together tells me that seven of your twelve songs are actually one minute thirty-nine. What you're discounting there mm-hmm. is the the one second of fade out silence. 
Uh, no, that's the actual length of the sound file. I reckon what happens is, I reckon that uh, your iTunes, which is where you've got your song lengths from, probably rounds mm. it up. And if it's 139 or above, it probably rounds it up to 140, whereas this is yeah. actually a more accurate reflection. So you have shortchanged the listener by seven <laughs> seconds of music this evening, Kicker. Well, as, I, as I've always said, you know, the, the thing that we should be doing here is choosing songs that are 100 seconds or very, very slightly less. <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is what you have always said, and I'm sure the listener can, can verify that. I mean, we could, of course, we could make up for that seven seconds by right. playing the Napalm Def song four times. But we're not going to, are But we? we're not going to. <laughs> no. But we could. We could have done that. Anyway, uh, we're on to the last two songs, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So um, we're going to finish with... I'll talk about the second song we're going to play first, which is uh, Bus Driver's Prayer by Ian Jury, uh, which is... I mean, Ian Jury's dad was a bus driver, as many people probably know. Um, and this was kind of like a, a song to him. It's, it's a rewrite of the Lord's Prayer, uh, but with lots of London bus terminal... Uh, or bus destinations in place of the words and it's an absolute work of genius but before we get to that um, the band The Glass Delusion uh, bought out an album a few years ago called Have You Got A Minute and on that on that album every single song is exactly one minute long mm. uh, and uh, it's it's quite an extraordinary thing they've got a, they've got a really good song on there called uh, Bowie uh, which is all about a person. I don't know how they managed to get this into um, such a short song, but they do, uh, which is all about uh, a, a bloke called David Bowie, but not that one. He spells <laughs> it differently, uh, who has, um, you know, brings out a record. Uh, but uh, we, th 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 there's some very unusual songs on it, shall we say. Uh, um, but th this is probably one of the most unusual on it. Um, but I just love the lyrics of this um, because it's exactly what it says it is. Uh, and it's, the, the song is called The Society for the Prevention of People Being Buried Alive. We are the Society for the Prevention of Sound of being forced into the ground before your time. We have methods to make sure your last breath is a choice. And if the final nail in your coffin was premature, we'll stand up for you and be your voice. Thy name, thy Kingston come, thy Wimbledon. In Eric was it is in Hendon. 
Give us this day our Berkhamstead and forgive us our Westminsters as we forgive those who Westminster against us. Lead us not into Temple Station, but deliver us from Ealing. For thine is the Kingston, the Pearly and the Crawley, for Ivor and Ivor, crouching. So that was the Society for the Prevention of People Being Buried Alive by The Glass Delusion, which is on Adult Teeth Records. Uh, you can find them at adultteeth.bandcamp.com. Uh, followed by, and you know, the, the suitable way to end, I think, with the Lord's Prayer, as mm. done by the great, great Ian Jury. Okay, Kicker, we're done. Excellent. We're done. So, uh, well, I'd like to think that this podcast is going to be uh, exactly, exactly a hundred minutes. Uh, it's it's not. That would be one hour forty minutes, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, we're on about one hour fourteen minutes. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, well, it's, so it's a hundred, a hundred minutes or less. A hundred. We've done a hundred minutes or less. We've done a hundred podcasts. So, hats off to to the pair of us. Yes, uh, or crowns off, as the uh, the Queen would would say. And uh, to our, our erstwhile wizard pal, yes, uh, Rebel Rickett, Rebel course. Rickett, who was with us for most of those podcasts as well. Uh, First eighty odd, anyway. So. Yeah, well, thanks and well done to him uh, for all his assistance, and thanks, of course, to you, our dear mm. listener. Uh, mm. Keep on, keep on, uh, keeping in touch with us on Twitter and, well, yeah, mainly Twitter. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you say keep on keeping in touch. You can cut out the abuse, frankly. Yeah, you know, yeah. No, well, you know, no. You can keep keep the abuse coming. All all <laughs> feedback welcome. All feedback welcome. Okay, and we'll see you again for podcast one hundred and one in a couple yeah. of weeks' time. Bye, Tom. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.